Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala In the third installment of our new groundbreaking series Called Yala But Takes On Singapore Social Why, why takes on? It makes it <laughs> oh, sound yeah, like not takes on. It makes it sound like we're very Correct. antagonistic against Yeah, them. no, we're not, we're not taking on, we are exploring Exploring, yeah, yeah and today, Or deep dive Today is super interesting, right? Yeah Why? Because we have someone who wasn't from media Who got thrown into the spotlight And is one of the stars of uh, Singapore Social Miss Nicole. Hi. What's up, Nicole? I'm What's good. up, Nicole? I like the I like the enthusiasm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, just 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 I mean, just FYI. I mean it's the morning now, but she's already finished another meeting before this. Yeah, and she's going to gym during lunch. Yeah. What have you done with your life? What have you done with your life <laughs> yeah. since this morning? I rolled out a bit and I came in and, and that's it. It's already like ten thirty. I know, yeah. That's yeah. that's a life for people in media, you know. All the yeah, that's in media right. are slackers. Uh. That's the thing. So that's so, why you like. I was glad you were on the show to instill some discipline. Oh, on, on yeah, because on so far motivate you. And so far we've had we've had Paul who's super nice. Yeah, we've had Vinny who loves to talk. Oh. So it's nice to have someone who's like a who's very <laughs> shy. Sure. <laughs> but really, do you, do you? I mean, is that how you perceive yourself as like a shy person amongst this group of extroverts? Oh, definitely. I think um, I'm quite socially awkward and quite. Um, like it takes a while for me to warm up to someone. So mm. um, yeah, in most situations, if I'm not like, if, it, if we've not been friends for years and I don't know, you know, um, how you behave, etc., it takes me a while and I'll just, and I'm, I prefer to observe okay. and, and then, yeah, and then react. I, I'm like very, very introverted. So, so then so. What, what, what was your thought process when you found out? Because from what we understand talking mm-hmm. to Paul and Vinny yeah. is that, there was a, it was a long process. They probably spoke to you a lot. They met mm-hmm. you. And then they got you guys together in this mixer kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then mm-hmm. they observed you guys like zoo animals yeah. and all that. So what was your thought process when you found out you're going to be in the show? You're going to have cameras follow you for three months. So I think my first reaction was, I was talking to Nara, like, what am I going to do? I'm freaked out. Like, which part do I not want into this? And why did you, why am I in this? And yeah, just questioned the whole decision. And um in the end, I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just wing it. You'll never know. But mm. um, before the decision, like, mm-hmm. what was it that got you in the process in the first place? So, uh, Nara was also auditioning or casting for the, for the show. Mm. And uh, she thought it would be a fun thing for us to do together. <laughs> and I, I figured, okay, if I have her with me on this, then fine. You know, like, we can do this together. I don't mind being, like, her cheerleader through the whole thing and then mm. um yeah so that's kind of how i felt oh because it. she's already in media of some sort yes like, right? yeah. yes oh. like she would be perfect so that means um, she kind of did she also did she say that because what we understand is when the people were cast they mm. were also told like okay get your peripheral get friends, your friends ready. yeah so, so i was the friend that i became, was supposed to be the friend yes <laughs> Oh, so you oh turned up at the party you thinking that you were... No, yeah. so during uh, the Skype casting oh, stuff Skype. already, yeah, yeah um, I was supposed to be the friend, and then, um, and then I think they narrowed it down. They only wanted Singaporeans in the show, oh. so she's American, and uh, we figured that she could still be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but now as uh, my cheerleader and mm-hmm. fire. Basically. Oh, so mm. that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that means you you kind of that means after they had the interviews with Nara, mm-hmm. you got roped in, you had your own interviews, they found out about your life. Yes. yes. And then they brought you so at that event where all of the potential cast were there, there were mm. how many people? Um, there would probably be about now they already narrowed it down to twelve to fifteen. I guess okay. this was like August, October Okay Yeah So that's where I mean You just went there And I mean Given that you said You're introverted mm. well, How do you behave At that Because so, I would imagine Everyone there Is very extroverted yes, or they. but I have be. Nara So I'll just like Hook her arm And go like Don't leave my side oh, yeah. <laughs> But actually yeah, actually, that's, that's something I was thinking about In that yeah. In the Like maybe 15 minutes That we've been talking yeah. to you I think you've mentioned That you're introverted And shy at least Like three times I, I know So how did like Because Vinny said There were like Eight Skype interviews Or something Yeah Was there something You brought up Like to the producers when I you did to I think they could tell As well Because they'd be like Say that a bit more Enthusiastically And I was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, Like I'm in the office It's 2am Please guys Oh they <laughs> called you At 2am Oh yeah cause Yeah it's So LA and time. I guess that was The only time that worked um, It was either Really early in the morning Or really late at night and uh, usually when they wanted to do calls I was like it's fine I'm still in the office but then 
I would have like two staff sitting in front of me and I'm like, I can't do this right now. Like, don't make me say this. And yeah, <laughs> I know. I see. So, so one thing that has been, uh, that, that I did notice the, the first few times I watched the episode right. and this is not like a, a jibe at you or something, but mm-hmm. you know, when you, you and your sister were talking, yeah. you guys speak very differently. Yeah. And I think a lot of people... I mean, okay, so just reading the shit that people have given the show, mm. the more I read it, the more I think it's unjustified. Because if you watch it, I found it entertaining. Mm-hmm. The first, I think the weakest two episodes were the first two. And after mm-hmm. that, it gets into it. So, but one thing that, that did come across my mind is everyone speaks, yeah, like, they don't speak like Singlish, Singlish, but not mm-hmm. everyone speaks Singlish, Singlish. Mm-hmm. But like when I saw you talking to your sister, right? You mm-hmm. are like from different worlds like we that. You sound like cuties. Yeah, I yeah. think you always have a baby voice with your younger sibling, I suppose. No, it's in um, like your sister sounds different, you sound different. Even together, you can can, can tell your sisters, but mm. like she speaks very sing- Singaporean, very mm-hmm. Singlishy, you don't. So just one thing to... And, and I can, again, just understanding how that came about. Mm-hmm. I guess we both have that voice that, mm-hmm. you know, you put on when you're dealing with more... Uh, formal stuff yeah and then there's the voice that you use with your family and your close friends that you're when you're more comfortable and you're mm. like okay you know i don't have to put on this like armor anymore mm-hmm. um i can sound like a big girl in front of pe- like you know a few people and then the rest of the time I'm like okay now i can relax and just be myself um yeah but me and my sister both grew up uh my my mom speaks like perfect english she doesn't she doesn't use english with us yeah. uh, growing up so we never caught it on until probably secondary school. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. you were asking basically about accents. And yeah, right? because mm-hmm. I mean, like, because we, we both also got the chance to study abroad. Mm-hmm. And that's when you realize that you can still speak like a Singaporean, but if you go full Singlish, they're mm-hmm. not going to understand you. Yeah. And it has affected the way I talk as well. But I think you can still tell I'm Singaporean. Same mm-hmm. way I can still tell you're Singaporean mm-hmm. with certain intonations. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that was just a question I was curious about. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Have you been getting a lot of questions about it? Because of the just talking mm-hmm. to Vinny and Paul, like mm-hmm. you you guys are getting a lot of feedback. Yeah. Right? Have has what is the feedback for you generally? Oh, been? it's been it's been crazy positive. There are a lot of people mm. there are a lot of women who've been saying, Oh my god, I admire um what you're doing in this space where, you know, being a startup founder, um, it has motivated me to pursue, you know, my dream to become a startup founder. Um, there are girls who want to get into blockchain and they didn't know, you know, what kind of courses you needed to study to get into blockchain. Um, And there have been a lot of mostly, I guess, Asians or Asians living abroad who have been telling me, oh, I'm going through the same family struggles that Mm. you are. Um, I'm studying something that I completely don't want to study. And I'm working a job that does not make me happy at all. And I want to pursue my dreams, but I don't know how to tell my parents. Or like some of them who have told their parents who have said that, you know, they feel now distanced from their parents because they didn't do what their parents wanted them to do and how to cope with that. So it's been a lot about, you know, a lot of them who have related to the family stuff Mm -hmm. and um, the motivational, inspirational stuff have come from um, just, you know, doing SoGal and doing the startup stuff, which really has been quite heartwarming. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And these are people from around the world. Around the world. Like I've got Africa, Brazil, like United States, um, Australia, and it's really, it's amazing. Yeah. Where are the warmest comments coming from? Like I guess just everywhere. Like sometimes they will tell you where they're from and sometimes okay. they don't. Um, yeah. But just seeing like women approach me and going, I would like to know if there's like a soul girl community in my city mm. because I want to get involved with that. Like I really believe in it or like sponsors or other startup founders who've already made it uh, somewhere in, with their company are saying that we would like to get involved. We'd like to sponsor your next event, um, stuff like that. You're like, wow. Okay. So doing that show really got, you know, this community on a global platform more than it is now and it made it worth it. Yeah. So so you have watched the whole show already, right? Yes. How soon did you watch it after it came like, out? Like so I was in Seoul when it came out and uh, and you knew it was coming out then. I knew like, right? I knew and I was okay. actually in the middle of a meeting and there was gonna be a huge traffic jam getting back to my hotel, but I was like, Okay, I have to watch it like the minute I get back to the hotel and then I just binged like maybe the first six before I went out for dinner came back finished the whole thing oh in so, one night in oh, one night because I was just like okay just get it out of <laughs> you know if not I'll just keep thinking about it yeah. so I was like okay you know what you just have to do it so yeah. from, from what we understand talking to uh, Paul was that mm-hmm. you guys finished filming a few mm-hmm. months later you guys saw a cut of just your story 
uh, with of the just your story with the snippets or something or there was nothing uh, nothing from the time you read to the time it went live um we probably saw a few snippets like the weekend before it came I see. out okay. yeah so what was your Okay, so what when it wrapped, right? What was your feeling? Were you like, oh fuck, how is this gonna come out? Yes, oh oh, really? I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> because okay, whatever you you think there's only two crying scenes, there was so much more, and like, I was just like, oh my god, this is gonna be out there. I regret everything, and <laughs> I was terrified. I was texting like the producer's son every day, going like please tell me there is not this crying scene. Like, please. And then the next day, I'll be like, please tell me there isn't this part as well because I have a really good memory. So I remembered exactly what happened. So I was like, no, not this part. And like, oh, I think I said something here. Oh no, you can't put that in. And I was just like, chill. It's going to be fine. You're going to look great. Like, yeah. Oh my God. She's been such a, like like a big sister to all of us through uh, the entire process. That's, that's yeah. so, so uh, in some way heartwarming to hear because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I guess Coming from media, mm-hmm. uh, the I we asked the same questions to Paul and Vinny, and they were yeah. like, you know what? It was me on camera, no yeah. worries. And I was thinking, how the hell? Like, no. are you so yeah. calm? No. Yeah. I uh, don't know okay. how they're calm. <laughs> so yeah. were you were you feeling that way? Because you all finished rap in March, right? Uh, we finished. Okay, so they we were, did January to March, or like probably early April, and then they took a break. They came back in June, yeah. and then we did that to about for another two or three weeks. So was the anxiety yeah. all the way? F- it was, <laughs> and then I was having exams in May, so I was just like, "Oh my god, this is in my head now." That was, was hard. But what was your immediate emotion after watching the first six episodes? Um, oh, I saw episode one, and I was like, "My mom is gonna kill me." <laughs> Specifically me. because of the Chinese New Year. Because dinner. of the Chinese New Year scene, yeah. <laughs> like, why, why, why do you think she was gonna kill you? Like, um, because I don't know. Because she, uh, she really came across like a tiger mom, <laughs> and I don't think she realizes it. And um, well, because then she'll see like, oh, and you cried over that. <laughs> really, you're just gonna make me look bad. I'm like, oh, no. So has yeah. she seen it? She saw, I, I know she saw episode one because she texted me. She's like, I don't look nice in this video. Like, I look bad. And I was like, I was thinking of a very long paragraph going like, okay, it was edited, you know, like, I mean, dramatic effect. It's not my fault. Like, you know, I'm sure everyone knows it's TV. Like, you can't possibly. I was like, oh my God, I was trying to smooth it over so bad. Wait till yeah. she watches episode seven, oh man. God. When she was standing in the corner looking in, I was like, God damn, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think she's going to watch the whole thing? I don't know. I really hope not. I'm trying to like you yeah, she's like we the whole family shares one subscription. So I was like maybe I should just delete the subscription. <laughs> or like delete it from TV or something. Or block the show from her. I don't know. But, but I mean, yeah. She must be seeing the the amount of press, the amount of love that I the show's know. receiving. I don't know. I don't know. But I know her friends have been telling her uh yeah. that the show is out and yeah. like, "Oh my god, I think that's your daughter." And she's like <laughs> yeah, deep breaths. So like, then, when you dis- when you knew you were going to be casted, yeah. when did you tell your mom? Because you need oh, to tell the your very fam- very last minute, like <laughs> very last minute, like right before Chinese New Year dinner. Um, <laughs> like, like maybe January when we already started filming. I was like, oh, by the way, I'm kind of doing this like Netflix thing, and like they want you to be on the. Her first time I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look like I have no family and she was like you have your sister like both of you can do something together and I was like okay well can you think about it no <laughs> I was just like okay well eventually she, eventually I think the producers convince her that uh, they do need one scene with her and it would be nice to do Chinese New Year together mm-hmm. and um, yeah so so it was just that Chinese New Year scene that was filmed it was the Chinese New Year. There was the the Sogao event that I did, mm-hmm. uh, but it took a lot of convincing uh, on their part. Which kudos to them. She's, I mean, she is a tiger mom. <laughs> so oh, really? yeah. So like, has since the thing has aired, have you have you had a conversation with her about, about it? this? Or, you, no. or you're just sweep under the, like we swept it under the typical carpet. Asian, you know? Asian yeah, <laughs> typical. Like we know, you know. Let's just not talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even beyond the mother, uh, your mother. I mean, your extended family that was mm, coming for dinner. Yeah. How do you inform everyone? Oh, one shot? yeah. Um, I convinced my cousin and then... The also, cousin? Yeah. Oh, the cousin. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite. He's my favorite <laughs> character on the show. 
like like his face at, at that point I was like wow that's, that's a look that I've seen so many times there was an article we read today of the cast yeah. of Singapore Social ranked yeah. uh, from some ranking and he appeared oh really <laughs> special I mention, see yeah, that special oh, mention special yeah. mention because like just he's scene stealer that's what he kind of epitomized a lot of what uh, the con- stereotypical Asian right. conservative culture okay. is about yeah yeah, so. um, yeah, because my mom is the uh, the younger sister. She has four older sisters, and she still has three brothers. So this is my Sunny's like son. So it's like an older sister son, and all the sisters before that they all had boys, and they all grew up overseas, and they studied overseas. Um, so it was a lot of pressure growing up, mm-hmm. like to do well, and the age gap is really big as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah. So, so going back to how you informed that whole group for Chinese I told my, yeah, I just told my cousin, I was like, hey, I'm doing this thing and I think it will be cool if you guys come for Chinese New Year because you guys want to come anyway for a reunion dinner. So, yeah. by the way, it's going to be filmed as well. Did you tell them Netflix? Did you drop the, the no, Netflix? No, I, I, I might have. I can't remember. But, yeah. But, um, but, I mean, there was no, like, you didn't ask him, oh, please ask me about my... No, 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 I did not. I did <laughs> not. He, he almost played the yeah. villain, the super no. villain role to a T. No, but because like, <laughs> uh, well, me and my cousins, we like to... This is actually fun for us where we actually debate stuff oh, like no. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's cool. I, it was going to come up anyway. Oh, yeah. so, so you guys actually do like have these like quite intense debates about We do, topics. we do. Like the cousins um, definitely do. Okay, because um, like I think... Um, the perception when watching mm-hmm. the, the show was mm-hmm. that it's one of those like really awkward Chinese New Year dinners where you rarely see each yeah. other and um, it, it sounds sounds more like you actually have healthy debates about, about these things we do so yeah. it's, it's quite um, it's quite a unique situation because a lot of families mm-hmm. like you hear cousins who don't even talk to each other yeah all. everything from blockchain to uh, Brexit to oh really yeah. like between over Trump Chinese New Year dinner over Chinese New Year so he has an older brother as well uh, who's who used to study in LSE and yeah, uh, I always have intense conversations with him as well. Um, and, but it's fun. I, I find it fun and I find it, you know, enlightening because then you see two views of, of things and, uh, you know, you, you question whether your beliefs are, you know, grounded in what you've been enculturated to believe mm-hmm. or whether, you know, this is truly what, um, I don't know, just basically getting two views on things. So oh, do, yeah. you, do you question his career choices as well? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, Maybe we should get him so on a podcast. <laughs> uh. No, but that, that's where, that, what, you're, what you're saying actually warms my heart because oh. it shows that, you know, in spite of how the show, um, yeah. the perception of what the family dynamic mm-hmm. was like in the show, Actually, you guys do talk a lot more and, and mm-hmm. probably go deeper into the topic as mm-hmm. well. It doesn't mm-hmm. just end with like yeah. staring at each other <laughs> and his look like. Just, I mean, it was amazing that look like. Wow, it just was a scene stealer for me. Really. <laughs> I, at that point, I decided, okay, I'm going to continue. There was watching. episode one or two. Yeah. There was one. Episode one. one. <laughs> but how? Right. Do you know how he responded? Did he see it? Then? He was, yeah, he he did see it. He was like, oh, the next time you need me to you know comment on your blockchain again, feel free to let me know. Oh, I, really? I would I would love to. <laughs> Feels like it almost become a meme. You know, like this, yeah, yeah, space, disapproving yeah. cousin. <laughs> but but it's good. At least no family no family ties were harmed in the making of the series. No no no. Yeah. But so, uh, oh sorry, you're saying um that uh, you you had the chance. I mean, you basically didn't have a lot of time to tell everyone mm-hmm. that you were involved in this mm-hmm. as well, right? So how much? Um, but. Your friends as well? Did you have to... I mean, okay, specifically, uh, mm-hmm. Alson, for example. Yeah. Like, did you... Um, was that conversation as difficult? Or was um, it something much more... They, they, your friends would understand better? I guess my friends do understand better. I think leading up to it, they, they already knew because um, probably between June to November, they were scouting for locations. Mm. And uh, they were asking us, so where do you usually hang out? What do you usually do on the weekend? Uh, we would love to see those places to see if, you know, they would clear those locations so that you could film in a place that you're comfortable with. Mm. Um, yeah, so along those lines, I, my friends knew. Um, my friend actually started Cake Spade, the place that me and my sister filmed at. Mm. Um, Drew Bars by an extended friend as well. So, yeah, so those are the places that we were like, yeah, comfortable uh, with. So they yeah. knew. It sounded like you guys did a lot of uh, leg work mm-hmm. for the production in terms of reaching out to your own contacts mm-hmm. and getting them involved as well. So whose contact was the prawning place? Not mine. <laughs> not mine. 
<laughs> yeah, this is like, if you all have contact bar and all that, someone someone suggested prawning, uh, probably. Is there only one prawning place? There used to be oh, no, one no, in there, like Pasir There's a ton of prawning places. There's a ton okay. of prawning places. So how did how did Elson react to being in front? So okay, like how are things with Elson? If um, you don't mind me. Well, okay, <laughs> but how did he take to filming? Um, I th- I think it was hard for him as well because he was uh quite introverted as well uh, this is not something that you know he would normally do outside of work so yeah yeah so mm. i mean that, that's where it's so do you think like um well, what about your friends your feedback from your friends who have watched it or or mm. yeah how has how, how has that come, come i about? think it's been good most of my friends uh, especially the whole sogal network and uh, my really my close circle have been saying like oh don't worry you look amazing like i've seen it um and i was like the crying's not that bad and i was like oh now you're just being nice aren't you um yeah so my friends have been pretty supportive through the whole journey um some of them have actually volunteered like i'll watch it first i'll let you know how it goes and then and then you can watch it um yeah, yeah but they've been amazing i see yeah. but talk about the the, the process of mm-hmm. friends and everything like who in the cast right now mm-hmm. after the show have you grown the closest to in this process um because of the process i think me and suki have gotten really close um mm. we realized that we shared so many of the same views on, you know, um, being women in different industries and how she used to be in IT. Mm. So the very tech person and then moving into something completely different and uh, the woman activist stuff that she's doing is something that, you know, is very close to my heart as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, those are the stuff that we've bonded over, basically. So it was an accurate representation in the show that Mm -hmm. you guys actually bonded Yes, yes. And then we're... I, I don't know, we just found a way to just click because I think we were on the same path of striving to achieve something. Yeah. And uh, so we became like, you know, girl power, kind of, mm. yeah. So who did you know beforehand or who did you know closely beforehand before, um, before the show I started? I knew May because I know her mom. So um, me and May and Nara would hang out for drinks previously. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, the three of us were closest. I see. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we did clarify Vinny Mm-hmm. I think one one thing that the trailer of the show probably uh, didn't really set up well yeah. was like the f- whether you guys were already friends and mm-hmm. knew each other and mm-hmm. how were you all interconnected. Yeah. Although that didn't really matter as the yeah. show progressed, but at the start it was quite a yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, wait, wait, what's going on? Like, how? Why is Vinny suddenly just like butting into yeah. the conversation okay. between people? And so things. when you saw the trailer, did your anxiety peak or did totally it totally peak? <laughs> I was like, why is there the crying thing already? Oh, it was in the trailer. It was in the oh. trailer. Oh, I was shit. like, oh my god. At least okay, now prepare yourself. Like, at least. Oh, oh yeah. my god. That's so so like um. So what what we also understand is that the shooting typically there were three cameras and like. They would record mm-hmm. a bunch because mm-hmm. we we've done on the street videos and yeah. we know that to get like a three minute clip you need to film for like fucking hours. Six, yeah, hours. hours. So how long did it take for you to get used to that? Because um, I mean, before that, had you appeared in, had you appeared in videos before of any I, sort? I did one video, but it wasn't where there like three cameras on you. Um, yeah, so this was hard. I, it took a it took quite a long time. Uh, the very first scene that we actually filmed and that was on the show was Cafe Fernet, the one, the one with Binny and May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it took a lot of like, oh my God, stop touching your hair. Oh my God, stop touching your clothes. Like, mm. put your hands down. And then that's probably how the May plus Vinny equals Vinny <laughs> came about. <laughs> Yet another meme. I know. I was just like, okay, calm down. Like, think of something to say. And that was the first thing I thought of, okay? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I've seen that be quoted a lot in articles. Oh no. Yeah. That and, yeah. and Vinny's... Vinny's uh, pregnancy test. Pregnancy oh, test. pregnancy test. And oh. he also said, I've gone to all the best schools in Singapore. Or oh, that was in the, in the one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So, yeah. that, so I guess that's where, yeah, like it was just a, maybe that if people push through. Like yeah. for me, I, found, I watched it, I was like, hmm, hmm. But thank God I mm-hmm. pushed through like, because yeah. I think it, you have to give it a bit of chance mm-hmm, to, to mm-hmm, get better. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. So, and even Vinny said for him, that shot was nervous. Uh, <laughs> we was were a, all nervous. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was the first time we saw so many cameras and then they were trying to brief us. Like, don't worry, it's fine. And they're micing you up and uh, they're telling you code. Like, if you have to pee, you have to say this into the mic. And you're just like, what? What do you, what do you say? 
uh, oh, I can't even remember it now. I think it was Sorry. something like 10 o'clock or 12 o'clock or something if you need oh. to go pee or if you need to go do something else. Oh, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just like, you have to keep that in the back of your head and then like, um, yeah, sit in your chair, try not to move so much if, or the mic will drop and... It was, so yeah, that it was, was the first scene that, that you guys were filming. That was the first filming. scene, yeah. And that was the first time you met... No, you met Vinny before that. Yes, mm-hmm. we already uh, met, yeah. And it was a long conversation. It was longer than just a few minutes. It was la. way longer. I think it was like four hours. And yeah. how many glasses of wine did you all end up having? No, maybe like one or two. Oh, was it? <laughs> one and a half, maybe. But um, just in, in general, the overall production, because you were the... Like we said, the, the only non-media mm-hmm. person in there. Um... Did you, were you constantly in the back of your mind like asking like why they yes. selected you? Yes, <laughs> I was how probably you, the hardest to deal with. How did you piece it together, like um, rationalize it for yourself? Well, to me, okay, so I was very clear about why I wanted to do this in the end because I felt that uh, the work that I was doing deserved to have a global platform to further its cause. And, um, and well, most of the locations that, I really liked uh, were either owned by friends or by extension friends and I really liked those places those places was where you know where I had really good memories at I would like love, which places? Um, like Cakes Bay like Spa Club the one where me and Nara had the intense conversation oh, like Chew okay. Bar so I was like okay those places actually need you know considerable mention or like House of Moo mm. um, and yeah so I actually did it for them and I don't know <sighs> And I mean, just yeah. as in, so so okay. You knew that you were doing it for um, to help your friends who are in, mm-hmm. uh, you know looking to promote themselves as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but why do you think the producers like specifically chose you? I given? I don't know. I think I was having the whole imposter syndrome about it. Going, um, I don't know what I'm doing here. What do you need me to do? Like, yeah. what is the angle? And and so I was like, no, just be yourself. I'm like, that that's not helping. <laughs> like, I need a brief. I need you to explain to me uh, descriptive words <laughs> only. Um, and yeah, they were mostly just giving me pat tops. Going honestly, just be yourself. Just do what you're doing on a day to day basis. Like, and a lot of times I was questioning myself, like, I don't see what you guys are seeing. Yeah. So can you just tell me? And they're like, no, seriously, just be yourself. Yeah. And So yeah. you, you were the only one with a real, like, I mean, not say nine to five, but you had like hours that you had yes, to be in the office yes, and all. Yes. So how do you juggle that with like the, you know, any dates that you actually had to be there? So I have, I fixed my schedule at the start of each week um, and they just basically go, okay, between this hour and this hour that you have blank, mm-hmm. um, we would like you to be here or we will be here where you are. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's how we went through three months. And you got to yeah. explain to, to people who want to have meetings with you that, oh, I'm sure yes. they Oh, uh, no. So yeah. I, I said beforehand that meetings with clients are quite sensitive okay, because okay. we're talking about deals that, you know, might or might not happen. And those details, uh, like they might not be okay being mm-hmm. on film. So uh, most meetings, I, I would just be like, oh, you can't be here during this yeah. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, but- okay with that. As the most uh, so-called, the one with the the most serious profession mm-hmm. in the cast, how is it that you also are the best drinker in the cast? Because that's what that's what they said. Oh, in really? The Esquire yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, the question was yeah, who the Esquire podcast was most what? likely to drink everyone under the table. Then everyone's like Nicole. Yeah, Nicole. Nicole. What? <laughs> you don't know. You oh, you didn't know. You didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, I don't know because I I think I have better tolerance. Um, I don't know. I. Well trained from like finance, <laughs> and, like, finance meetings and all right. Yeah, so that was an interesting nugget. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa. The, yeah, because my guess would have been Paul or Vinny. Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah. based on physical size. And they, <laughs> and what then, has size got to do with it? I mean, I mean uh, ultimately, your your liver's bigger. You can process faster, and oh. the yeah, it, it does size does matter. Like if you try and get a baby <laughs> baby drunk, one glass of wine, he's gone. Okay. No, I, I mean, I get it all the time. Everyone thinks because I'm fat, then that means I must be able to take a lot of Everyone thinks because I'm Indian, I drink. I can't drink. Oh, yeah, no. I, can't, I can't drink. Like, yeah, but, but Vinny, even Vinny was like, yeah, Nicole, Nicole, absolutely. Nicole. Yeah. No question. There was no debate. Everything else, there was a debate, but drinking, no debate. And okay. like, wherever you went for filming, it was basically on the house, right? You order anything you want, right? Yeah. True, yes. That but, is cool. But yeah, a lot of the scenes that happened during the day, mm-hmm. there's a cocktail involved and all. Did that never... I'm guessing it never got in the way of work, like having to drink in the middle of the no, day. And no, no. Oh, it was good. fine. Yeah. I mean, two glasses of wine is okay. <laughs> well, that that yeah. would be like, I'll be like, oh, that would be, that, yeah, that would be like, me and Terrence yeah, would be, be fucked up. Oh, no. 
<laughs> so so when you say just now that you were the most difficult to deal with, it was just yeah. about the uncertainty of Yeah. Of um I I guess so. I've I I mean looking back, I used to challenge the producers so much on why do I need to be in this or like Any um, example you can give? Hmm. Okay, well I suppose they thought it would be, you know, uh so basically for every Como event, I mean, for every Sogal event, we usually introduce uh, what Sogal does, what this event is about, and uh, what they're going to go through today. And uh, they thought, like, usually I would shy away from taking the talking and introducing part of things because I would have to stand in front of people and, like, talk about something. So um, they thought it would be a good idea for me to break out of my shell. They're like, you know what? I think it would be a it would be great if, you know, you t- did some of the introduction part. And I was like, no, this is a bad idea. This is a really, really bad oh, idea. Like, I can't do it. And then the rest of my Soul Girl team was like, you should do it. You've not done any of these introduction parts, so you're going to do it. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to go so badly. And, um, yeah, I mean, evidently, mm. I was right. Because uh, <laughs> I would not I would not have guessed that you don't normally do the introductions. I, I can't, like... Uh, I I would prepare like I I had a whole like three paragraph long speech prepared, and then I just yeah, I just couldn't find the words. So do you think yeah. this whole process has kind of made you more comfortable in front of people or in front of cameras or? Um, I guess a little bit, but I think still in front of new groups, I would still be a bit reserved, and it probably mm. takes a while for me to break out of my shell. Okay. Yeah. So if there's a season two, would you be up for it? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a very enthusiastic look on your face right now, in case yeah. for people listening. <laughs> um well I think I think I would still do it. Um yeah, but at least now I would I would be probably more comfortable with the cameras, more comfortable, you know, with everyone and uh yeah, I think I think I'll take less pep talks from the producers to <laughs> yeah. do it probably no, I mean yeah. um, I think I think mm-hmm. that, I mean I wouldn't say obligation but mm-hmm. you've got so many people who are watching the show now yeah. Yeah. following you on Instagram and they want to know about your life mm-hmm. beyond uh, beyond beyond the season one yeah. right so I, I'm guessing you do feel some sort of like you know, you, you need to give back to the world because they've given you that much as well. <laughs> give back to the give world. Give back to the world. Wow. You've opened yourself. You've opened yourself. <laughs> no, pressure. no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. exactly. No pressure. No pressure. Um, but the world is counting on yeah. you, Nicole. Oh, wow. Because no, I'm um, actually like, it's, I mean, although you mentioned that it's, you know, uh, you mentioned women who have been very supportive in the messages. Yeah. I was telling Harish when we were watching the show, actually, like even that Chinese New Year scene, mm-hmm. uh, even for people like us, we there are places, uh, it, it's very relatable for people like us because, we have siblings that are also in finance. Mm. Yeah. And for us, you know, <laughs> both we're doing siblings. YouTube, we're doing comedy. <laughs> yeah. and it, it, every time we go to away. family meetings and all that, yeah. there's always that, that will, and meeting friends and they're like, yeah. hey, what are you doing with your life, right? I mean, everyone mm-hmm. has, a, mm-hmm. has an opinion about something yeah. because they watch YouTube, so they must know YouTube, for example. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So everyone, oh yeah, you know, Netflix, like they, they, they think they know everything. So, um, yeah, for us, there was, a, I, I told Paul, his story was very uh, the most Singaporean yeah. story because it's a story of trying to move out yeah. from his uh, from living with his mom and moving in with uh, his loved one. But I think yours is 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 the the story of the hustle, you know, like this generation, like the hustle. trying to hustle with your career, but also like trying to balance like being um, still respecting what your parents yeah. want and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so for everyone, that's everyone each person there's a different struggle like I think Vinny's is to me is like the millennial struggle kind yeah. of like finding yourself and all mm-hmm. and finding a shaver and a relationship uh, I think relationship yeah, never figured a big yeah. part of it but, but yeah. the oh yeah so actually something I want, just going back to that Chinese New Year dinner mm-hmm. like um, what actually happened versus how it was edited and put mm-hmm. out there how how close was were, were the two like, it was close. It was I, close. I mean, okay. it, um, it, that I mean that crying definitely happened right after mm. you know dinner concluded. But I didn't walk off right. Okay. You know, we just still finished your food because yeah. you know. But the pauses, <laughs> the pauses, and the looking around the table and all that—that that was. Uh, I think that was the immediate reaction oh, because right. yeah, I mean the whole like uh, oh you had a difficult. I have heard this story so many times where I'm just 
Um, so apparently I took 12 hours in labor. So my mom had a very painful experience of me, you know, leaving her body and she will not let me forget Oh, really? It. Uh, yeah. And she was like, <laughs> she you see, like from time. birth, you've already been difficult. <laughs> and then my, and in comparison, my sister's th- like 30 minutes. So yeah, that's very telling. That's why Nara was like, what do you do? Like play Tetris? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, that's what she was so doing. It's a common thing. Yeah. yeah, I but mean, like growing up, I I didn't speak till I was two and a half. Okay. And my parents they let they sent me to doctors because I wasn't mm-hmm. talking. So that's the running joke, lah. Is that why you're making up for lost time now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're like, you you didn't speak for so long, and then right. now you can't shut up. <laughs> like they literally yes. thought there was something wrong with me. And then my proud my one of my proudest moments ever is I didn't say my first word. I said my first sentence. Oh wow! I was like, "Mom, give me water." How badass is that? I was thinking about that for two and a half years. You're and then boom. Yeah. <laughs> Why debut with one word? Just three words. Right? <laughs> but um, yeah, relationship. We were That's four about. words. Oh. Give me water. Mom, give me water. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So, I'm, so good at English, <laughs> yeah. not at math. Mathematics was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Again, okay. disappointment to my, to my ethnicity. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, talking about relationships, right? right? Like how before you started the show, how... Did you know that you, your relationships were all going to be on the line like that? Or was it a, did it come as a, a bit of a surprise to you how in-depth they would go? I think it was a surprise how in-depth they would go. And it was a surprise to me as well how much more open I got. Because Chinese New Year was already February. Mm-hmm. So we had the whole you know January of filming that finally broke into February where yeah. you're a bit more like, okay, I'm a bit more prepared now. I... Um, I know how this already works. Now it's about protecting my family. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think Asians or Singaporeans in general, at the root of it all, we're filial. Mm. Uh, mm. And we're very loyal to our family. Um, and I guess that's why we always put the pressure of, you know, our parents' expectations on our shoulders because uh, we just want them to be happy. Mm. Or we guilt trip ourselves into it, thinking, oh my God, they're in the old age. I can't do them. I can't yeah. do this to them now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it, like, I think the Chinese New Year part was really, really hard um, for all of us. And I think looking back at it, though, um, I mean, I don't think it ruined any of the relationships, but it actually helped us get a deeper understanding of each other. Or, you know, usually in Chinese New Year, it's very superficial. Yeah. It's yeah. very, oh, what are you doing now? Oh, do you have a boyfriend now? Or like, um, what, like, when was the last time you went to see grandma, for example? Mm-hmm. Um, but this really got in depth of it, where like most of my cousins who are still living overseas now are looking at it and go, I didn't know you were doing this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were going through that. And um, yeah, so... It's gotten the family closer. So next year, Chinese New Year definitely oh happening. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get all your family members who are hungry for attention. Oh They'll just come. It'd be massive, man. Yeah, um, and, and that was one of the things I didn't understand about the criticism that mm. they said, oh, it's not Singaporean and like, I can't relate to this at all. But I'm like, mm. How much more? I mean, okay, for for Chinese people, yeah. Like, uh, don't, don't get, don't, don't yeah, I was like, why never include start for me at the start of the year? Asian family gatherings, yeah. where where we talk, you have yeah. to this like confrontation about your career and having mm-hmm. to like almost become defensive about it. Yeah. yeah. That's like the quintessential like Singaporean mm-hmm. experience, right? But I think what what like what I was telling Paul, I think the fact that it was so well produced. Yeah. Like the sound just blew my mind. Yeah. And because we do hidden camera videos yeah. or like on the street videos, it mm-hmm. is really good quality. To me that almost was a kind of like it made it feel like it mm-hmm. was scripted when it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people look at it, they're like, huh? How can it be so organic? And you read reviews, they keep on saying, yeah. oh, the lines were so cringy, scripted. Yeah. But generally, when people talk, things yeah. can get cringy and awkward. Yeah. Sometimes so, you have word vomit. So, yeah. yeah. So I would say my yeah. my overall perception, starting from the trailer, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> After first episode, mm, but it grew and I'm, and I'm yeah. pleased by the end. Yeah. yeah so, so that was, that was a, a nice thing to see. And I think people just give it a chance and if you don't like it, just don't like it. Mm-hmm. But So do you think there's anything that Maybe the... Because one thing that stuck out to me in episode one was that the Tiger Mom theme yeah. was very apparent across more than just you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that is a very Asian thing? Or do you think that based on the messages you are, are receiving mm-hmm. from around the world, it is not just an Asian I thing? I don't think it's just an Asian thing. Um, yeah, so... I think it's just, you know, parents in general, or mothers in general, who are very overprotective of their kids because they've gone through the hardship. Mm-hmm. they've gone through all the tough stuff that they don't want you to go through mm-hmm. anymore. They don't want you to take that risk. They don't, they don't want to see you fail. They, don't, they know what it's like to have failed 
or they know what it's like to you know work very long hours at, without a goal in sight or without an end in sight and they just want you to have that stable career so that they don't have to worry about you anymore so mm-hmm. i think that's generally across all parents uh, whether you're asian or not was that surprising to you that was surprising actually i always mm. thought that you know asian moms were like like most memes like portray us to portray them to be um the mom who stands with the cane and going like oh, did you get straight a's don't mm. come home or like uh what you, what is wrong with your math or like 98 is not good enough you have to get like 100 like yeah any any particular country or region where you have seen that like the yeah. the comments you've been receiving have been kind of echoing mm, that the most i think it's general all across um because i've gotten it from france i've gotten it from italy from australia even africa and um yeah definitely Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt that there was maybe being a, like a, a too too much hitting hitting it on the head. Because I, yeah. I also don't think it's just an Asian thing. Maybe, mm. I mean, conservative culture is everywhere, right? Yeah. It's not just Asian. Maybe it's more common in Asian culture. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to hear that other people also have been sharing mm-hmm. the same sentiments. Like. Yeah, it's been great. Uh-huh. But have you seen any uh, like nasty comments that have affected you or anything like that? Um, no, I haven't have I haven't really gotten any very negative comments. Mm. Um, yeah, but I'm generally not very affected either oh, way. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because I, I mean, my, my assumption was that mm-hmm. like, because Vinny and Paul have been in media and mm-hmm. probably have had a fair share of mm-hmm. like bad comments. Whereas uh, on your side, like being a non-media person, yeah, how how the comments would affect you. But if it's not affecting you, that's, that's fantastic. Because no. uh, yeah. for us, when we started... <laughs> Yeah. And like we uploaded a YouTube video. Right. Like, once the hate comments started coming, I was like, "Oh fuck!" I'm like, yeah. scared for my family. And <laughs> yeah. And they were like, uh, insult, like making fun of my physical features. The good yeah, thing yeah. is, I did find out that my eyes are abnormally far apart <laughs> from YouTube comments. Like yeah. no one ever told when me that you before. Measured it? No, they just say I look like a fish. No, sit the sloth. Sit the sloth yeah. from from Ice Age. Ice right? Age. So I mean, I've always been told my <laughs> eyes are big like that. I know, mm-hmm. but the distance apart, it is because I was looking at the mirror. I was like, "Holy shit!" The YouTube comments are right. But when I first what? read it, I was like, fuck you. Then I saw a second one, a third one, fifth one, tenth one. And I think that is the single most common comment. Like, are they not listening to the content? They're just looking in your eyes? Because when we, when, like, I guess <laughs> videos, when we zoom in close up, I don't know, like, they just okay. tell me. So, so initially, it, it, I was like, what the fuck? What, what, what is wrong with these people? But then now, I like getting hate comments. Because the fact that someone took the time to put that down means you, you you evoke some sort of emotion in them. <laughs> okay. And the last thing you want to do is create content that doesn't evoke any emotion, right? Okay. So even I was just reading another article like uh, I came across today where the person was kind of shitting on Singapore Social and I was yeah. like, he still took the time and he sounded like he watched it. Okay. So and I think people watch it. Uh, I don't agree with a lot yeah. of his comments, but at least he gave it the chance. The mm-hmm. worst are the people who don't watch it yeah. and then they shit on it. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah which I think we've been getting a lot of those. I think uh, most of the comments have been coming straight off the trailer or you know, maybe 20 minutes into the first show yeah. and it, it's not that long. It's like 30, 40 minutes. Like, like what kind of comments? Um, I saw some on YouTube where uh, they feel like we're not representative of Singaporeans mm-hmm. or um, we are like bananas, like yellow on the outside, white on the inside. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen a lot of, yeah, but just generally on the YouTube trailer itself. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So you, you spend your whole life in Singapore? Uh, yeah, uh-huh, but... Okay. Uh, Fortunately, me and my sister got to travel a lot when we were uh, studying because so we would do because my mom's older sisters in the US, Mm -hmm. uh, my dad's older sisters in the UK. So we would do June holidays, December holidays. um, And yeah, so yeah. And what did you study? I know this is a very Singaporean question. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> Where do you live? Yeah. <laughs> I studied economic and finance. Oh, okay. Yeah. So still okay. related. La. Yeah. Like when you said just now, I thought it was a big jump or something. Kind uh, of. Okay, maybe it's, I'm yeah. guessing you didn't study about crypto, la, right? No, I don't. But, there wasn't a course on it yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to find online courses on it right now. But yeah, I think, I'm thinking maybe I'll just do data science. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's like that. cool. Yeah. So, so, and, and how long have you been? When did you graduate? Uh, this year. Oh, so this year. So I was studying. Yeah, that's why I said I was doing exams in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was your uni exams. Yeah. Oh wow. shit! I thought it was like some uh, a part time course or like a no, for no, no, financial. No, 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 no. But now I'm doing my masters. So. Oh. Yeah. Oh shit! So like, um, oh, given that you've appeared in the show, like mm-hmm. you go to client meetings and people are like, hey. Or like on your business know. card, like as seen on no, Netflix. No, you know, no, no. A tattoo, a tattoo saying. No, no, no. I, I don't, I don't think um, 
some of the blockchain people uh, have told me that they've seen the, they've seen a trailer yeah. and um, yeah, some, only the people that I've worked with have mm-hmm. uh, actually come up to me and go like, oh yeah, I've seen it. But new people I meet have not no. said that, or maybe they just no, keep really. it to themselves, just like yeah. So, I, I know, but I'm not gonna bring it up. So I? for for stuff like Sogel, mm-hmm. uh, this show has kind of given it a boost. Yes, it but has. for for other aspects of your work, has yeah. it opened any doors at all? It has. I've I've gotten like I, I at least you know 500 to 800 LinkedIn requests, and I get mm. a lot of messages um, of people going. How did you break into the scene? What does it require to get into the scene? Are you hiring? Do you know somebody who's hiring? Um, like what should I do in blockchain? Like I studied this, I don't know which aspect I'm suitable for um, or let me help you get Athena to the next level, for example. Yeah, so there's been a lot of stuff for work. Oh, that Definitely. is cool. Yeah. And and the, the name Athena, how, how did you come up with it? I just liked it because it was like the goddess of justice, but war, but bring peace and crypto at that point in time was a war for sure uh-huh. um, yeah so navigating through that I think yeah she, Athena is a Greek Greek god yes of, goddess uh, uh, Greek goddess have you watched the Wonder Woman trailer the second um, one no it's good okay. and like yeah like, I what's think that to do with Greek gods man no but goddesses goddesses hello we better move on move on <laughs> But um, yeah, so uh, I was just um, thinking, like you mentioned um, that the, the the process of, you discover a lot about yourself in yeah. the process. Yeah. Uh, you know, those uh, we've heard that those confessional booth thingies mm-hmm. were very, actually very cathartic for both Paul and Vinny just, mm-hmm. just to talk about things. Yeah. Did, you, did you feel that as well? That yeah. It almost felt like talking to a therapist even though you were alone in a room. It did, it did. It was... Uh, and those were very long sessions. It could range anywhere from four to eight hours. Mm. Um, and they're, they're, you're looking at, uh, you're lo- they're telling you about this scene where they're like, okay, so uh, we're now at the scene where this happened. Yeah. Tell us how you feel. You're, are you watching something or just no, someone telling you? No, they're just someone, oh, telling, telling, someone you. telling you. And uh, they're like, immediately, tell me how you feel. Mm. And you recall it and you're like, um... Um, and then especially like for example Chinese New Year scenes are like um, the Sogal scene you're like okay I need a breather uh, um, yeah so it was a lot of that and it was a lot of um, really facing that head on immediately and then yeah. doing it like repeatedly for 8 hours oh my gosh and you're talking painful. direct to a camera no one else in the room yeah yeah. you're just in this like tiny little hole on a chair and uh, the sound's coming out from like this closed up part of the curtain and yeah but was it cathartic for you? It was. It was painful. It was scary. It, was, yeah. it felt like um, it felt a lot of you know. It, there was a lot of reflection. There was a lot of um, but tell us how you truly feel because by then mm. the producers know you and you're yeah. like you're giving the PR answer. That's not the answer. <laughs> oh, so they actually I know. told you that? <laughs> like because they know me very well. Like uh, one of the guys who was asking me the questions, he was in Singapore for the whole almost the whole year of 2018, mm-hmm. um, and we became pretty close friends. So. Uh, he mostly asked the question. He was like, "Come on, Nicole. I know you got you got more like left in the tank for this." And mm. um, yeah, so sometimes it gets very emotional. Sometimes it's uh, it's quite lighthearted. And uh, yeah. But for that, would would you ever like answer something and be like, you know what? I need. I want to say the same thing, but let me try saying it again. Or it was really there's no repeat your line. You just. Uh no. Some of the sentences I would have to say again because I would start yawning or like, <laughs> or I start getting like a bit emotional and I'm like, okay, I just need like five minutes and then can we come back to this question yeah. later and uh, yeah. Well, was there anything in the show that um, I mean because we what we understand was that there was a lot of filming, mm. but not everything made the cut. Yeah. Was there anything that you filmed that uh, didn't make the cut that you, you know, like, like I think Suki mentioned, oh, you know, teaching children mm-hmm. in a charity or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there anything you did that you wished uh, would have somehow made its way into the show as well? Um, so I had a few meetings with the team that I work with mm. um, and that was being filmed. Uh, that didn't make the cut. Uh. Um, yeah, some of the planning processes... Uh, Accumulating to the event happening uh, did not make the cut as well, mm-hmm. but that's that's fine. I mean, okay. people would just have a more in-depth, you know, understanding of basically what I do behind the scenes. But that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. just come up to me and ask me. So, well, yeah. I mean, one question I did want to ask: the text messaging, right? Right. How was that? Because I mean, on on screen they make it yeah. seem like it's inst- instantaneous. Okay. But if you're in production, you know that it's not instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Like how how was how was that done? 
I think there was um, the B-roll scene of me texting in a car. Yeah. Uh, I think that was just meant for B-roll. And then there was one where I was sitting in the living room texting. Um, yeah, that was me studying. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that, that didn't make the cut as well. <laughs> oh, was, yeah. Studying. Yeah. <laughs> the time lapse of you studying. Yeah, right? yeah. Pretty no, but actually, um, because I think in our podcast, we mentioned as well, one of the things that we felt uh, would have been interesting mm. was to see like someone in a real work situation yeah. and then really what are the, the steps you have, you, mm-hmm. you have to go through in your day. Yeah. Because uh, one thing is that it seemed like, hey, where does everyone get the time to just mm-hmm. meet up for drinks yeah. all day? La. I mean, maybe if you're in media, that's possible. But mm-hmm. you know, anyone who has a, a, like a job in finance and mm-hmm. all, it's tough, right? Yeah. So, so that, that actually, as much as it, it maybe what didn't drive the story forward, but yeah. it would have you know really anchored the thing, made it a real more feel more real. In that way. But then I guess then the, the flip side to that is that it may not have been as dynamic, uh. Because yeah. you have to show these kind of things. Yeah. So that's yeah. why, I mean, like the text messaging when you all were, let's say, going to Covertella or something, yeah. uh, it seemed on, on the show like it was instantaneous, mm-hmm. but it probably happened over a longer period or... Probably, or, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's where I felt like they, then it, it blurs the line whether this is real or this is false. Mm-hmm. So I think so. Yeah. But, I mean, coming from the production point of view, it's hard to do it any other way. Yeah. Yeah, so that was just that was just interesting to watch. Uh. Yeah, and you, mentioned you have this like so many scenes, uh, yeah. like people asking, oh, "Are you gonna go for this? Are you gonna go for this?" Like yeah. that just seems. So pointless, that means you right? were going to for for class during filming. Yes. So what yes. were you were you like uh, when people say, "Oh yeah, I can't make dinner tonight. I got a family thing." You're like, "I'm just filming for Netflix." No. You know you didn't. Definitely you didn't, not. Didn't no. <laughs> could you could you have mentioned it? No, or you could. Um. Or was it I like embargo? You, you cannot mention. I don't think they put a restriction to say that why um to tell people that you know you're filming for this mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, i didn't really know okay <laughs> but you all couldn't post on social media oh or no something? we couldn't yeah we couldn't post okay. photos of where we were at or tag the location of it yeah yeah but you can post like a picture of yourself in the cab on the mm-hmm. way there okay. i mean yeah so, so now oh sorry from from what how you're responding about mm-hmm. the trailer and everything it sounds like you weren't anticipating crying on no, the show that much. No, I, I, I knew <laughs> I did because at the end of it, I could recall four scenes where I did. Oh, okay. Um, and I, yeah, I was just, I was actually most worried about the Chinese New Year one. Oh, the crying. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. But, but why, why were you the most worried? Um, because the part that actually only came up in the show was really short, but that conversation was long. Mm. There was a lot of build-up that led to the crying. And um, yeah, so I was wondering like which part of it did, you know, that made it to the, to the end cut that I, you know, cried about. Mm. And um, yeah, so it was a lot of fear, basically. So you, you, were, you, were, you wanted that to be in the least? Yes, uh. and that's probably why it's in because it oh sounds like that was yeah that was the the, the, the deepest wound that was there and it that's was, why it was probably yeah. put in mm-hmm. And then uh, how how has Nara Nara reacted to her portrayal in the show? And I and think she's so she's okay with it. Um, she loves it, and um, yeah, I think it's it's good that you know uh, it showed like you know the side where she really is you know the fire. So we yeah. have this thing where. I'm, she's the fire and I'm like the fire extinguisher because mm. she starts fires and I put them out. And um, we are a very unusual pair for a friendship. And uh, yeah, so she's been very supportive throughout the whole post-launch thing. And yeah. But, so, but could you uh, give us a little bit of background about the tattoo? Yeah. She has a tattoo of you or right. your name on her arm? No, so okay. she has Mulan. So she has a lot of Disney or Pixar yeah. uh, characters on, on her arm. And... Um, Basically, she finally managed to get a slot with this tattoo artist that she's always uh, that she always does her tattoos with, and yeah. she was like, "I'm gonna get Mulan because Mulan represents you." And I'm like Mulan, she's like Mushu, you know. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and we've been friends for so long that um, I suppose like I didn't think much about it. I was just so, like, so that means wow. it wasn't like Nicole. Like, no, it's just, just Mulan. <laughs> and like it, that's the thing because I think it was Tabitha that mentioned right. Yeah. She, you have a tattoo. And you go, I was like, whoa, shit. Yeah. But if it's just Mulan, that's a very different yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like Nicole. So it's like Mulan holding a sword, and on the sword there's a dollar sign because I like, oh, yeah. Okay, so it's okay, not okay. a tattoo of your name of you. No, it's no, no, no. Like with significance, like, yes. Uh, oh, that yeah. makes so that much kind of more sense. Things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what tattoo of a best friend? Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, how would I feel if Terence has a tattoo of Harish on his arm? I'm like, yeah, we're not even best <laughs> friends. But if you have a tattoo yeah. of like, uh, I don't know, like a Bollywood actor that symbolizes me, 
I'll be cool with that. That's a trick question. Right? <laughs> like, let me say something racist. <laughs> oh man. So so like I mean, have you like nowadays do you like check Instagram every hour to see how much your follower count is increasing? No, but I will try to reply the messages. Yeah. And then I reali- I didn't realize that it goes like message requests. You could dump it into different inboxes. Yeah, primary and general and all that. Yeah, I did not know that. But have you changed your status to like public figure and all that? No. You can do that on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I'll get my sister to school me on that. I think yeah. it's time, yeah, it's time the moment we see public figure, you're like, okay, Nicole has accepted her role in the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, just, I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but um, have you thought about how, what's next uh, in the, the next few months, given the publicity that you've been getting and the attention? Um, well, I'm actually trying to do like an impact investment fund. And on top of that, we have uh, the Solgal Global Pitch Competition happening mm. in February where, you know, the Singapore team were flying to Silicon Valley. So at the same time, I'm trying to organize a Solgal event for January before Chinese New Year. So yeah, I think I'm just focusing on work and, you know, with the feedback that I've gotten, I think most of these events would have a better turnout or mm. something. Yeah. So, so what, what is, how would you define impact investment? Investing? Because it's a specific mm-hmm. form of investing, right? Yeah. And yeah, so what is it? So it depends on which cause you're donating, you're devoting yourself to, right? So there's a lot on sustainability or you could tackle a problem like climate change. Um, so I want to tackle sustainable food and sustainable fashion by extension skincare. Um, I mean, the fund is for profit, um, but at the same time, I want to track, you know, the social causes behind it. Um, I think there are a lot of companies who, because it's trending, um, would say that they have devoted certain part of their revenue or capital or research to making sure they're more sustainable, but I don't know how much of that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the new, you know, impact fund, I want to focus on those three, like three niche areas and then track that impact on the blockchain to mm-hmm. make sure that you really are doing what you say you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's always been something that I, that has been close to my heart that I'm passionate about. And yeah. But why, why? Cause okay, you grew up mm. in Singapore, you studied economics and finance. Yeah. You have your legs in the world of finance. Right. Why do you care about the world, Nicole? Why do you want to save the world? What why do you, you want to be sustainable? I mean, um, so when I was studying, I, I realized, I Googled a bunch of things to how to optimize your brain capacity to make sure that you always, you know, uh, use the full potential of your brain. And uh, one of it was being on an alkaline diet. Mm. Okay, I don't oh. know if you ever tried this, but... Um, that cuts out coffee immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only have green tea and most of it that you're going to be eating are plants mm. or like a plant-based diet. So I was on that for a really long time and, and then I, get, I started getting concerned. Like, does this organic label actually mean that it's organic because you are overthinking, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, oh, that's just me. And then um, I started looking to gluten-free. What's the difference? Soy milk, almond milk, like which one actually uses more water than it says it does. Um, so it became like a whole pet project mm-hmm. and then... Um, I dove deeper into it where there's stuff like halal skincare, mm. there's stuff like uh, kosher, like chips. And um, yeah, it became like a whole research thing. And then now I feel like I want to work on it, basically. Mm. Yeah. Ah, that is so cool. How about anything in, um, in media? Let's say in acting or... I, I don't something. think I can do it. Like. <laughs> really? I mean, some of the most emotional parts of the show I feel came so from, bad. Can you imagine you, that right? producer going like, you have to memorize the script. Probably memorized it. Can't yeah. really deliver it. Like, deliver it more enthusiasm. Can't do it. I really can't do it. No, but then, then you can play that sort of role. You what? Know? Like, I mean, you, okay, you, 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 you obviously are good at studying, right? Mm-hmm. For exams. Yeah. It means you're good at memorizing, like yeah. a true Singaporean. <laughs> yeah. So you, you can deliver lines if you have to deliver, deliver it like ice cold. Maybe, maybe that's your niche, Nicole. Oh, God. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> so even like stuff like hosting and, and things like that, that's not... I don't think I could do hosting, but probably like in a closed room like this, mm. it might not be so bad. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, out there in front of people, no, no can do. Because mm. I mean, you, you, what, what you've managed to do on Singapore Social yeah. is probably like a lot of people in the media industry, mm-hmm. they would only dream of be, being able to have this, this opportunity. Eh? Mm-hmm. So that's why I was just wondering whether... You know, it ever because you seem quite focused on, on yeah. the, the, what what you're doing. Yeah. But 
there was no flirting with like wanting to you know become a movie star or no. TV actress. Oh, or, you, <gasps> or you could become like Gary Vee. I'm sure you know Gary oh, yeah. Vee, right? No. Gary Vaynerchuk. No. Oh motivational God, speaking. Motivational yeah, if you're, speaking. If you're doing. Oh, I like motivational speaking. Well, okay. I mean. So you know how the thing about uh, doing the goal setting thing and then yeah. doing positive affirmations yeah. to yourself yeah. and then in, in hopes that you achieve that and stuff. Yeah, so I'll, I've always wanted to do a TED Talk. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right, but TED. I know that's yeah. in front of everyone. So, yeah. God. No, but that's an yeah. awesome goal. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it and is. honestly... It's like you, a 10-year goal though, you mean, so it's fine. I guess, I mean, if you wanted to do a TEDx talk, I'm sure in Singapore there mm-hmm. would be people up for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, TEDx. TEDx. Oh, gosh. Or even like, like, I mean like, being in front of camera like doing YouTube videos yeah. right? little slices of information about how to optimize your brain yeah. so like the guy mm. Gary, Gary V right okay. so I mean personal development I've I don't know I've grown cynical about all these oh you know all these very like uh, how you say abstract kind of like philosophical no. yeah I mean I like philosophy I like yeah. talking about philosophical stuff okay. but sometimes I feel I see a lot of these self-help gurus yeah. they're not actually they're all saying the same thing but in different kind of things and everything mm-hmm. is too positive for me Okay. Uh, okay. so Gary V he's a guy who worked in his parents liquor store for a few years mm-hmm. brought it up into like a multi-million dollar revenue started okay. a bunch of startups and now yeah. he's like this self-help guru but he's also a badass entrepreneur investor wow so his okay. videos if he's, he's, he's all over social media he's, okay. I think that he did a video recently that across all platforms he posts about 60 plus pieces of content a day of course he has a team to support him yeah. but he, he's a big influencer he's a media mm-hmm. personality he runs a media company and he's he, he's like the, he, instead of like a self-help guru saying you know you know, feel better about it. He'll be like, yeah. fuck you, no one gives a shit about your feelings, just work hard. So that's why people like him. Mm. Uh, I find him a bit too much, uh, like yeah. 20 minutes, but two, yeah. three minute doses. So, might be something like, you're already a startup, you're obviously doing a <laughs> lot of great stuff. Uh, you're a role model for many, I assume. So mm. maybe you could think this. Then maybe in like, like in next year's, like next year, we'll be on your show. Oh You'll be like, oh, you know, well, welcome to my show. <laughs> yeah. You got a talk show, you got your TV and all that let me try to carve out another two three hours a day for that <laughs> <laughs> but you spend you spend a lot of time replying to comments right now um i would set aside about 30 minutes to do oh, it okay. like in between like maybe before dinner yeah so how many hours how many hours of sleep do you get a night quite little yeah i don't really sleep a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're talking to uncles uh, we need our sleep right? yeah, eight hours a day yeah so function so so normally how we how we end every podcast is we mm. have this segment called one shock thing for the week. Yeah. So it's uh yeah. it's <laughs> I can imagine that expression you just showed us being what you showed to the producers a lot. <laughs> it's just one thing in the past week that kind of uh you think is shock that you would like to share with our listeners. It's only like. Wednesday. You know, like from oh, last yeah. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. Like anything that anything you smile, something you watched, uh, you know, a YouTube video, whatever. Yeah, Something anything, any piece of content. We can go first to give you a bit of a breather. Okay, I think it was the it was a podcast okay. that I listened to. Um, so I I usually listen to two. One is the Rachel Hollis podcast, and the other one's called the Reboot Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the Reboot one uh, was where I heard about um, leadership and the new generation, and really that's where I I found that Mark Twain quote about how we have to plan for the future because that's where we're gonna live. Mm. Yeah, and that really firmed my belief in doing the sustainable thing mm-hmm. um yeah what, what's the name of the podcast again reboot uh, any specific episode uh i think should be the latest one should be the latest yeah. one okay cool and it's really good okay so cool good. so, so you, you listen to a lot of podcasts i do okay I do. like yeah. what are your favorite podcasts reboot and the rachel hollis one sometimes the tony robbins one um yeah, these three mainly. Gary oh, okay. V has a podcast. Okay. <laughs> I usually listen in the morning to like really hype you up for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And you what, what's your one shook uh, thing? My one shook thing is uh, I found out that Final Space Season 2 on Netflix is out. Have you heard of Final Never, Space? No. It's an animated show about okay. this guy in outer space. Yeah. And what I find super cool is that he also started on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, and he was discovered by Conan O'Brien. He got a first season. It was fucking awesome. And now he has a second season. So I highly recommend... Do you, do you watch a lot of shows? <laughs> or I you mean, have to carve out time for that also? Yes. But I will. <laughs> I will go check it out. What I was the like last show whole... you watched besides Singapore Social? On Netflix? On Netflix, Amazon, HBO. Uh, the Crown. Oh, The Crown. Oh, The yeah. Crown. Isn't yeah. The Crown yeah. super yeah. drawn out? Like you need a lot of time but for it's that? it's so good. Really? Yeah. 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 It's worth, it's I like historic uh, stuff related to history. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. But you've seen the latest season as well? 
Uh, no, not yet. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I need, need she needs to carve out time. She needs to carve out time. Besides, yeah, I mean, time. you can star in a show by having time to watch a show. Watch yeah. shows. <laughs> yeah. It's a different thing. You can skip past your show and watch The Crown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my one cool thing is actually, because I know Jay Cho is coming in January and okay. a lot of people are looking forward to the, mm-hmm. the concert. But actually, I started listening to his oldest songs recently and I realized like the lyrics that he was writing in the 2000s in, in Mandarin uh, were insane man like really? I mean, he wasn't writing he was working with a songwriter and I realized it was this there was this wave of uh, Taiwanese pop right. where they were infusing a lot of ancient history into very simple ballady love songs uh, so there was like love in from the last century which essentially was like one of his early pop songs and I, I, I never I, mm. I always knew he was mumbling through lyrics I right. never bothered to figure out what they were yeah. but recently I just opened up a translation and then he goes into like, it's basically a, a love song of him going on a date with a, a girl in a museum and they're walking through and they're looking at uh, artifacts from mm-hmm. Mesopotamia what? and he's singing <laughs> about them. My love for you is buried in the, in the hills of the Mesopotamia region and things like words like that that you would never imagine being part of a song lyric. A what love song, song was this? Uh, love from the last century and, and it's called Sia Sia Sia. And So my mind was blown because like, just even li- reading mm-hmm. these lyrics in English, I was like, it's yeah. crazy. And then he was singing them, he was rapping them, I mean, not rapping, mumbling them in <laughs> Chinese because that's his style. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. This but, but what made you listen to those to those songs? No, I mean, you, I, when I was younger, I listened to these. But like because, recently, recently? Because he's coming in, in January for, oh. for concert, so I was just, oh, let me just throw up some I thought the songs. rainy weather were making you feel all <laughs> I mean, his, his, so- his songs are all that kind of like emo because he, he's yeah. got that mumble. I he started Chinese mumble songs rap. are yeah. like that though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, but he's the one that can like uh, cross over to English speaking mm. uh, or at least like more English educated Chinese people. Right. Because he, he was like appropriating like rap Genres wow. and all this. So you're going for his for his concert? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. But oh. I was just like lis- listening to these early lyrics that were probably written when he was in early twenties or something. I was like, yeah, oh, shit, you know. So if you're into history and stuff, it's like a, a huge thing. And you you actually start going to Wikipedia and reading mm-hmm. about these historical artifacts. Yeah, like, like what tableaus or whatever that he's referencing in his songs. Huh. Cool. So, was like, so would you recommend I listen? <laughs> uh, I mean, is it a nice song? It's a nice song. The I don't normally catchy. listen to lyrics. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Then, then I would say that his uh, early albums were really catchy. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. appreciate another culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's 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 random stuff like this mm-hmm. that we every week we we think about we, telling each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not just okay. our listeners also la, Like oh like, yeah, our listeners, our <laughs> listeners. Each other. Just, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we feel like it's a good way to and you know a lot of our podcasts we talk about. Uh, Heavy things. Heavy, heavy. Okay. With comedy la. Ah. Comedy, okay. but it's it's a lot of our. Uh, we we don't end with a real answer as to how to solve these issues. You know. Okay. Like like sustainability, right? Hunger, PMDs. Mm-hmm. What to do with PMDs in Singapore? <laughs> so we try to end with something happy. And also, we can put the link in the show notes so people can click on it and discover stuff that okay. hopefully yeah. will be useful. Yeah. 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 But yeah. But, uh, cool. Yeah. But thanks, thanks so much for coming down Thank and you. having this conversation. Yeah. Where Where can people find you on Instagram? Because yeah. I know it's not your full name or something. Or do you want to share? You probably, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's just spelled differently. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And how do you spell it? Um, N i q o h l Victoria. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I remember when I first searched. Uh, that thankfully you shared our story. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's where that's where it helped because uh, Paul was the first one to message us. Yeah. Then Vinny messaged us, and you shared the story. Oh. May messaged us. So we're also trying to get May down. Okay. Suki is traveling. So yes, is there, is there a story? Traveling. Is there a story behind that different spelling for? Um, Nicole? I just came up with it when I was doing phonetics. And then I was like, oh, wait, this would sound the same. Doing phonetics? Because Q is like C. Oh, you have to take phonetics class in school. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, I realized that like... they were pronounced the same. You thought like some new the... workout or something. <laughs> 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 yoga class or Pilates and phonetics. Oh doing phonetics. Yeah, I just went for phonetics. I'm going for phonetics during lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking okay. to two geniuses here. <laughs> cool. Oh. On that note, thank yeah. you so much, Nicole. Thank Thanks. You. Hope you had fun. See you in season two. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Alright, thanks guys. See you all soon. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.